where, like, I'm just going to speak the truth of what is actually happening and give them a, yeah, I'm going to give, I'm going to see what they say because okay. if they completely ignore that. Okay. You, now, topic. you are now 23 minutes into a topic you cannot use. All right. All right. Go, go. You're 23 go. minutes in and you have zero minutes of content. Oh, okay, look at that right. arm jiggle. Okay, I'm ready. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to The Fruitful Vine. I am Tori from the Oglesby Ohana, and I'm with my dear, the most beautiful co-host, Wendy from Plan Prep Pray. We are so happy to have you with us today. Hello, sweet Wendy. Hey, friend. How are you? I'm good. I am well rested. I am churched up. I am Jesus up. I'm coffee. Like, I'm good. Girl, can we talk about church today? Yeah. Was yours good? Ours? Okay. Share because we're still um, testing churches. And today we went to one that Justin wanted to go to. And the whole family agreed that it sucked. Tell me about yours. Including Justin? Oh, he was like, well, I got free coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Which was one of his, like, that's on his list. Like, I need a church. Like, oh, my goodness. So we'll see. We'll see. Love it. But I love the fact that you guys are, like, just out there searching. I think God's going to lead you guys to the right place. I am super, super excited about that. But Uh at our church, we had a guest. And every time we have a guest. I look over at my husband because I know what his face is going to say. Like, he he don't, he, the best part to him about our church is our pastor. And mm-hmm. if our pastor's not there, it just ruins his day. And mm. so I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to be a long one. Because usually it ends in snoring mm. when it's a guest. But my word, Tori, this man, Andy, what, what, Andy Vasquez? Mm. Andy Vasquez from... Boston. The man's name is not Andy. It's Emmy. <laughs> it's what? Emmy. Emmy. Ooh, he got a special name. He got a special name. I like that. Emmy Tory. His name was Emmy. My bad. You <laughs> Emmy Andy. Tell me you can't. That's that's an easy mistake right there. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He. What I tell you, he's got a story. There's. Hmm. There is something, and you see that a lot with um, African-American preachers that like when, uh, when they've got a story that they can really preach, you know, like they could, they could zap you in and, and stuff like that. But he's not African-American. I didn't say he was African-American. Let me speak. Vasquez is Puerto Rican, but Vasquez has a story, girl. He can preach. He can preach and like just you can tell that he preaches from a different place. He preaches from a place of struggle, from a place of um, really knowing who God is when he was at his lowest. And so he can bring God to you like, y'all, y'all don't know God. Like, let me tell you about God, girl. Like, I mean, he told of his um 
of his testimony in which he um, was actually in jail at 16 years old when he was saved. And just like the man preached to my soul. He was talking about, hold on, let me get my notes because you know I took notes, girl, because I'm a good student. You're a perfect student. Of course you took notes. I whipped out the notes in my, and Sam's like, mm, mm. but he liked him. So it was good. He spoke on Isaiah six. What? What? Y'all hear my child? Oh my goodness. Sorry. She just woke up from a nap and she doesn't understand why my door is closed. Cause well, boundaries. Wow. No, 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 no boundaries. With you. We don't know anything about boundaries. Um, but yeah, so he talked about, okay, so he talks about Isaiah 6, and I am not a preacher, and he talked about looking up, which is upward vision, like turning to God, like how do you see God, looking in, how do you compare to God, like how do I see myself in God, and he made this analogy where he was talking about like, and this will resonate with you, Tori, because I know it resonated with Sam, talking about how like, how, um, the way that you see yourself really matters, like that you need to see yourself how God sees you and God sees you as a completed work because mm. God, because it's, if you're saved, then you're, you're covered in Jesus blood. So all God sees is Jesus when he looks at you. Mm. And so you should be carrying yourself that way, you know, and that the way that you see yourself is, it's has a lot to do with what you attract to you. Mm. And so he was, Go ahead, baby. When, look, it, that's not what he was saying. He was saying your view of God is going to determine your view of yourself. If you have a low limited view of God and low expectation of God, you're obviously going to have a low expectation and limited view of yourself. But if you realize that you are formed in the image of the most high and you understand that you're covered under Jesus's blood. And when God sees you, what he's seeing is Jesus himself, because that's that's the intermediary between the two of you. And so that's by the way by which you get to God. Don't you remember the lion, the, the cat looking into the mirror and what's looking back at him as a lion? Because he sees himself as like like what that's he's right. descended from. Yeah. What, what Sam, that's literally what Wendy just said. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, like, like saying, word no, for she, word. Like no, she just, put the emphasis. No, she put the emphasis on how you see yourself. But it's, it's no, I also, put the emphasis on the right syllable. She <laughs> Okay, you won that one. Back to the shadows. <laughs> no, but I, I like, I, I love that aspect of it because he talked about how he had this carpet and I can't really go into all the details, but he talked about how he had this carpet and how when he got this carpet, can't nobody step on his carpet. You know, like you, he said, you literally had to take your foot off at the ankle, like before you could go on his carpet. <laughs> Like that was his clean, pure carpet and how like one day the dog pooped on the carpet and all of a sudden he didn't care if you could track in with your, cause he couldn't get the poop off. So he like, you yeah. track in with your muddy foot and it just really, he talked about how his perspective changed and so how you really, you know, all the stuff that I said that Sam reiterated. Well, I, I want to touch on that because that's what was missing from the church today and that's what and Justin pointed it out. I couldn't put my finger on it. The scripture that he was preaching about was Psalms 143, which is beautiful, beautiful. 
And had he actually lived through something where he had to depend on Psalms 143, it would have been different. But instead, we were getting this practice speech from a young man who hadn't lived through any of it. And I think that's something there's a lot to be said with that. Now, granted, the church that we went to last Sunday, it wasn't a fired up speech, but it was an older man. And the way he delivered it was more like gentle and like endearing. Um, But Wendy, I, man, I agree with you. I grew up with a pastor who grew up in the worst part of Indiana, like the hood of Indiana. And because of that, the Bible wasn't just a book. It wasn't just words. These aren't just stories for people who have been at the bottom of the pit in life. And I think I just answered a question I've been asking myself all week. I think that's the the difference between like when I see someone just put a scripture out there and I'm like, huh, but is it the same God? Is it the same Jesus? And it is, but it's like, there's layers to this. And I love the people. I love the people who have been on like in the deepest pit because that scripture takes a life of its own. And then you're not just performing a sermon. You are giving me your, you're giving me what Jesus gave you when you were at the bottom of the pit. And that, that is life changing. So I I agree. There's something to be said. It's the same way how when you can hear a scripture once, it hits you one way, but then you hear it again and it hits you a whole nother way. Um, You have no idea how many times in my life I have read through Job and heard, um, oh man, how I lost it already. I, I And heard uh, naked. I came from my mother's room. Naked. I shall return. Um, the Lord give us and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I've heard that so much, but when I had my miscarriage, it sounded different. It resonated different. I could talk about it different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It is, um, it's just, it's different. And you need both, you know, don't get me wrong. You need, well, you, you, you need people on the surface. Well, no, you don't, you don't, no, we don't need people on the surface, but life will give you everything. Like those people yeah. at the surface will eventually, if you live long enough, life is going to knock you down and you, you'll either find Jesus in the knockdown or you'll lose yourself. Uh, but I think that, yeah, it's it's live live long enough, experience life, experience a miscarriage, and then what happened? All of a sudden, that verse became real. Yes, but you have to. Yes, I duh. Yes, I agree. I agree. But I feel like you also have to start somewhere. You know what I mean? You got to start somewhere. You got to make your mistakes. You got to say. You remember when you first became a Christian? Absolutely. Right. Cause you're so on fire. Absolutely. You have to start but somewhere. What I, no, you didn't know. You didn't know you anything. Didn't know. I think that the, my biggest pet peeve is when I s- see people proclaiming the name of Jesus so much. Um, and still, no, I don't know. I see older people <laughs> proclaiming. I see, I see 
people on Instagram proclaiming the name of Jesus, but then their next sentence or their actions, I'm like, and, and there's grace for that. I'm not judging these people. There's grace for, if you believe in Jesus Christ, there's grace, like period. Um, but yeah, I, I want, I, I don't think the church has any more time to like just play around on the surface. I think it's time for us to wake up a little bit. But again, I'm, I mean, Jesus isn't coming back until everyone has the opportunity to know him. So I like, I, I surrender that to God and trust that he's going to meet everybody where he, they need to be met. And he's going to, I'll never forget when you told me that you're like, who am I to tell you what God's speaking in your life? Like I trust God, my God of the universe to talk to each and every one of us um, and get us where we need to be. Yes. So uh, the amazing analogy that like you said today was about when he first started playing football, he put on the uniform, the helmet, and he caught the ball for the first time and somebody hit him. And at that moment he realized he never wanted to be hit like that again. And he said that like there'll be people in that walk with Christ that have on the Christian uniform that they have on the helmet, they have on the pads, they have all of that stuff, but they don't want to do the work required for it because of some trauma they went through or some hurt that they've experienced or something that's happened to them in their life. And so now, even though they may look or they may act or they may be pretend or they may have all the visuals, but they don't want any part of like that aspect of it because of some trauma or some sort of hurt. And so that's something that they themselves have to work through so that way they can be, you know, quote, unquote, part of this team. Well said. That was beautiful. No, I agree. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's um, it's not easy to take a hit and then get back up to take another hit. That's not easy. Um, that is not what we're supposed to be talking about today. What are we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> Um, what we are need we to talk about um, protecting your peace? Protecting How do you protect your, your peace? peace, and so so you may need to protect your peace from Christians who've been hurt because, like the Adam said today, he said today, um, hurt people hurt people, and so I think in the same breath, like maybe the opposite could be true. Like you know, loved people made love people, or saved people will save people, or whatever the case may be. And so if the negative can be true, I, I have hope with all sincerity that the, the positive can be true as well. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I have to, I get really sad. The way I have to protect my peace is towards people who don't have compassion and grace. Uh, for people who come from places they've never came from, for from people who have different stories than them, stif- different backgrounds, um, I can't stand people who 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 only choose to see the world through their lens and just to assume that they're right. Like there's no way they could be wrong. So I'm never gonna question my beliefs. I'm never gonna even be curious enough curious enough to try to come down. To this person eye to eye and talk to them and see why why, why are you so mad? Why are you so hurt? Um, So when I meet people who don't have compassion and don't have grace, um, that's where I protect my peace. Now, I used to be someone who didn't have compassion and didn't have grace until God took me to God. God taught me 
what those mean, how that looks. Um, and as painful as all of that was, learning grace and compassion was extremely painful. I would never, ever take those painful experiences back because I don't ever want to walk on this earth not able to at least try to understand someone else's experience, to at least try to realize that we're all not walking in the same shoes. So I have to protect my peace by consciously not following people who only follow people who look and believe exactly as they look and exactly what they believe. Like that has been a conscious decision on my part um, to protect my peace. I can't have super duper closed minded people. I I can't see it because it literally breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Um, And there's a difference between like, Believing what you believing and protecting that. And then there, uh, there's a difference. There's a difference. Um, so I protect my peace in the social media world by not following people who don't stand for grace and compassion and love. I'll talk about what protecting my peace later, but I want to, I want to respond to you. Um, I struggle with that. I struggle with my own dislike of people like that. I struggle with anything in in me that looks at other people and says, this is disturbing my peace. Like I look at why do I... It bothers me that that person has that much control over me. Like, that bothers me. It bothers me that, like, I can't love that person past their annoyingness. Mm. And for me, it's a lack of love. Like, I literally cannot stand people that are selfish because what you're describing is selfishness. Mm-hmm. Not being able to listen or you only see yourself, you're selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have grace for others. It's all about you. You're selfish. Uh, and your thoughts, your beliefs, your history, things that you've been through, you're selfish. Um, so I struggle with not loving selfish people because Jesus love everybody. I'm a selfish person. Jesus love me. You understand what I'm saying? So um I find that it's more than an annoyance for me. It well, really turns me off. You ha- yeah, and you have to define what it, love isn't tolerance. It's not tolerance. So I'm, honestly, me unfollowing you is an act of love because if I do follow you, that's not that's not going to be lovely, right? I don't have that much Jesus in me. So the the Jesus in me is me unfollowing you so that I don't respond to you so that I don't. But do you take the extra step of praying for the person? Um, no, I mean, I'm not going to pray for Well, I got to pray for all the, all the people. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I don't, it is, Maybe I should. I'll start off with that. Perhaps I should start off with praying for that person or the people who lack compassion. But um, 
I don't, I don't go out of my way to pray for people who aren't in my prayer circle, I guess, which sounds really selfish, but like that person's not in my sphere is what I'm saying, or those people aren't in my sphere. So maybe I should pray for them first, but if I'm being brutally honest, no, I have not prayed for them. I find myself like that's what I've had to start doing. Like Mm. I've had to literally start praying for the person because I can't understand why this person bothers my spirit so much. Well, Um, this person bothers your spirit because that person doesn't, it doesn't, it's not familiar. It's not representing what you have come to know is Jesus Christ. It's not representing what that person claims to represent. It's not truth. That's why it is not sitting well in your spirit. Um, and, and the younger me would have gone out of my way to love these people or that person or like, and now I'm just like that. They, she, these people have to live a little bit longer. They're going to learn like we were talking about. God will teach you. What did Sam say? So, so, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I don't normally interject when you guys are talking, but I feel like I I lend a a bit of a different perspective because Wendy knows I'm antagonistic by nature. So, I, I seek awkward moments and I seek people that that are you know blissfully ignorant or you know willfully ignorant and feel like they have you know power positions or people who gravitate towards extremes because I try my best to observe things from the most annoying thing about him. So I seek out those people that you say and I, I want to engage them and I feel it's an act of love on my part to make you validate what it is that you believe. I feel like if you're going to say something really ignorant and something that you need to speak to other people, because right now, unfortunately, we live in an echo chamber, right? So you're surrounded by people who mirror your belief. And so you think that everything you believe is true because it's validated by all the people who follow you. Mm-hmm. Right. But so Sam, you that, could do that. It's and you have conversations with other people. That's true. We should be. Right. And if you. And so. I'm sorry. So the thing that Wendy knows about me is that I'm very unemotional. So when I approach people, I have a skill set, I guess, that lends itself to that because I don't rely on emotion. I'm very logical. And so when we have discussions on things, I don't get angry. So if, if I think that's the thing that serves me well because I appeal to something different. And so I, I honestly believe that like you can plant a seed that'll spring fruit later. So just this conversation, just you hearing what I'm saying, you ingest it and maybe you you reject it right now, but at some point in time, like you're not gonna be able to shake if I've actually made a point or you know that, right. that's what I think. No, right, Sam. And because you are not emotional and you are skilled at that, same. Justin is the exact same way. You could do that. And that's why that is an act of love if you were to do it to these people. Tori, Tori Oglesby cannot do that. And that would be doing a disservice to everyone. I would look, I would make myself look like a fool. I would make um, her or these people think that they're completely right because homegirl's crazy. Like, you know, like I, I, <laughs> Wendy's so mad at me right now. <laughs> But I know me. So I 
me not saying anything to you is the biggest act of love for me. Yes. Um, yes. And I agree. I agree with everything Toy's saying in the sense of like unfollow. Um, and that, and, and just do that extra step of prayer too. Um, a lot of the times I think things bother our spirit because we need to turn it to God. So pray for that person. Um, because it's a soul, you know, God loves everybody, even the annoying ones. I'm sure I was annoying to him too. Probably. Right. Right. Well, and you can tell once you've been, it's, oh, I love that you opened up with what you said about that pastor, because once you've lived through stuff, you can tell when someone just simply hasn't. So there's no way that they would know what true grace is if they if they're still operating in a mindset of, well, I've worked for all of this. I deserve all of this. Like you're not, there's no way that it, anything that I say is not gonna necessarily reach that person. Sometimes people just have to live a little bit longer. God will humble them. God will do the teaching. And, and it's not my job to save people. I had to learn that because when I was a young Christian, it was Tori Oglesby's job to save the world. Your whole information out there, you want people to find you? <laughs> well, it's- no social, no social. You want address, phone number? No. <laughs> it, was, it was Tori's job. And now I'm just like, Oh, it's not my job. It's not my, I can't save you if I tried. It's not my job to save you. Um, it's my job to act in love towards you, however that may look, because that's going to look different for every person. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just how, that's how I guard my peace, knowing that I can't save people and unfollowing. That's real life. Like we're talking, like, unfortunately, I can't have a real life conversation with any of these people. So if I was able to have a real life conversation, that that would totally happen. But I also know that these, yeah, it would be so different. Um, but like Sam on social media, <laughs> what are we going to do? What like what like what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And, and especially when you're talk, you're these are people who choose not to acknowledge anything that that isn't co-signing on their belief. So you can't have a real conversation through social media when it comes to to that. I, I can't. You probably could, Sam. I find that social media is really hard because people could just say their piece and feel like they said everything that they needed to say. Um, now, I'm going to switch it over and so so they can say their piece and then they can also think that anyone who disagrees with them is like persecuting them just saying is but with all so could we create a space could we create a space in which social media you know what i think the, the issue is like there's a lot of anonymity so you can say any dumb thing on social media and you can hide behind an avatar and a screen name but like, if you is there a way to create a space that if you want to have an authentic conversation, put your face on it, you know, come come have this conversation in the live and you espouse whatever point you're trying to make so we can see your face, you know, and, and then like you know do it that way, not engage in the comments. 
but like you put your voice, you put your face on it and have a discussion with me, you know, on Instagram or whatever the case will be. Marco Polo is very much like that. Marco Polo is very much like that. Um, but let's talk about Wendy's piece. There we go. Because we about to start throwing names out there in a minute. Um, let's <laughs> let's change. Let's change it up. I am a very, and as I get older, it gets worse because Lord knows it. Oh, it is a worse. Um, mm. I am a very empathetic person. I am a person that carries. Um, I'm not very emotional. Like I'm, I, I'll cry during a good movie, and I'll cry from a good book. But I'm not a very much like you're telling me your emotions and. Uh, or no, I'm not a very getting caught up in my own feelings type of person. Like it takes me a while to like work through my feelings. It's like, what is that, Wendy? What is that is anger, Wendy? That is anger. Bring it up, bring it up. You know, like like that. Like it takes me a little while to figure out what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, you should see me. Like everybody has fight or flight. I have freeze. So if I'm in like a, a situation, a scary situation, I freeze first. Same, Wendy. Things close down in the mind. It's like okay. We're gonna do first, second, third, go. <laughs> That's yeah. how I work, right? So, with that being said, but in turn, I am a very empathetic person. I take people's problems and people's issues and I hold it close to my heart. And I lose sleep over it. And my anxiety wells up. And I I feel it as if I'm experiencing it. This is why, like, when I read a story, I can get lost in the story. This is why when I watch a movie, I can get lost in the in the movie. And I'm, like, there. Like, if it's an action movie, I'm doing all the action with the movie. You know, I'm there. I'm running. I'm jumping. Like, I'm, I get lost. I can become other people very easily or, or harbor their... You know what I mean? Does that matter? I, oh, yes. I've, I can... I've seen that in you. Absolutely. Yeah. So because of that, hmm, it's been a week, child. Yeah. Uh, because of that, I, 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 I hold on to a lot of the things from social media, and it's not all bad things. It's not all bad things. There are things that in this world that should not be, not brought to light. You know what I mean? There are harms that are being done. There are things that need voices, and I. I have a platform and, and, I, and I should be able to give voice to these things. But it breaks my heart yeah. and it breaks my soul. And I have to realize. So I play this, this, um, this juggling act. This is the way that God made me for a reason. This is what helps. This is how God wants me to show him in this world through me. So this is the way that God makes me for a reason. And this is overwhelming me and I can't function. Like I juggle between those two things and I literally have to rely on God in order to be a voice. And you, something that you do that I do not do that I think is so, like I admire it in you is you really do like sit back and you take in the information and you hold in the information and you you take more information and you hold it in and you don't form you don't form any kind of you may have emotions about it but you try not to just form an opinion um which is so opposite I of me so i very hard not to be reactive 
Yeah, yes, you do. You do. And you do such a good job at that. So you're saying because of that, I think you do. I mean, I mean, it's I mean, I'm using me. I'm I'm using me as a measurement. So (laughs) you do a very good job compared to me. (laughs) Um, But so you're saying because of that, you have to guard your peace. And it's not only from dumb people saying ridiculous things, um, but it's also from the good good, things. Good Mm -hmm. things. I have to be very, I'm like, I'm like, okay, this week, Wendy, you've taken in too much. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, literally like next week, I'm just going to go on social media to post. And these are the things that I do to guard my peace, by the way, is I'll just go on social media for a week just to post and I will not scroll. I will post what I need to post. And I don't like doing that because I don't know. I kind of feel like the world does not revolve around me. So like just to go on there and post and not scroll is not very good. Um, But um, just for the week in order to rebalance. Exactly. That's what I tend to do. Um, I've even considered, um, I know that you used to do this where you would fast one day, um, from social media, uh, a week. And I'm really considering doing that as well, just to reset social media is not natural. I don't know why we making it like is natural. Oh it's my gosh. You know what? Glennon, Glennon Doyle said that about text messaging. She says she like refuses the text message. Okay. And she's like, what, who decided that we were all just going to text each other, that everyone was going to respond? Like, she, I, I didn't decide that for my life. So just because the world's doing it doesn't mean I have to. And that's so true. Like, texting is not natural. Like, this is a new way to communicate. And I would really like it if I didn't have pressure to do it. Right? No, no, 100 Yeah, I edit the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So annoying. No, but yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna need him to get out of the room. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate it. You know, if they sue me, they sue you because I ain't got no job. They ain't suing me. They can't sue me. (laughs) Get what you need. Get what you need. Get get you get get it. I don't know what you get. What do you need? I don't know where your switch is. Oh, it's right up there. Oh, Journey asked about Sean the other day. We they need to connect. You need to pull up your pants. I said, but not you, not you. I'm talking to Sean. So you feel better, <laughs> sir? Aren't you supposed to be on the broadcast with Hi. us? Hi, <laughs> babe. You gotta hurry up and come back because you gotta give us our questions or whatever. No, Are we about to wrap it up? All right. I'm not gonna be- All right. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up because he okay. said he's not gonna use questions on all the things. Okay. Um, Tori, what was I talking about? I have no clue. I was hoping you knew. I what was I talking about? Because you were responding. Yes, yes, it is so not natural. Um, 
which reminds me of like Sam having conversations outside with the neighbors versus us talking on social media to right it's not the right way that things should be that communication should happen but right anyway, and no one that- and no one all these people who are so just bold in their beliefs that are just uh, they wouldn't be like that in real life if they saw me on the street they wouldn't be like that. And so you're right. It's just so not natural and it's not real, which is why I'm like unfollow. Like I can't, I'm not going to see you in real life and I can't do anything about it on social media. So all I know is that it's true. It's, true. It, it's and it, it, but I guess it's hard. It's hard when you are, this is our job, Wendy. And I think that's what makes it hard for us is this is our job. Some of these people are in the are in work at the same company, essential, essentially, right? Um, they're in the same circles. And so that is what, that's the part that's irritating because I'm like, mm, ooh, girl, ooh, ooh, like, but what, what are we going to do? I'm not going to lose sleep over it. <laughs> My anxiety is not going to be uplifted because of it, because I can't do anything. I've learned that all the information that we are taking in with social media, we are taking in so much information all the time. What's she doing? What he doing? Um, this, that. Oh, look at their day. Look at that day. Like we are taking in way more than we've ever taken in do you remember what life was like out be, before social media like I oh yeah like was doing like, yeah i don't know what people are doing on a daily basis like let alone know. let alone what the government was doing or what <laughs> like Come what right, like it's too it's not natural to know what's going on everywhere all the time it used to be it yeah yeah and but the funny thing is is that it's really not like and it but it gives you this illusion that it is because you see everything you used to only know your neighbor's business and like the church folks business right now we know everybody's business and it's just it it makes you believe that there's no hope and the world is ending tomorrow it really does and and that's where i'm like that's where i want to pull people back and just be like wait and i said this on my instagram this past week None of this is real. None of this is real. Every product you see being pushed, that influencer is getting paid by it, with it, through it somehow. Um, now with these these um, filters, which I said I'm not against, but even those, they're not real. The headlines, they're not real. Like you have to be able. What happened to discernment? What happened to knowing? There's no time for discernment, Tori. It's it's, it's hitting you. It's hitting you one after another, after another, after another, after another. I feel like mm. we as Christians go into social media thinking that it is Christian. It ain't Christian. Social media is not Christian. We are in a space that we are trying to influence for the better, that we are trying to be a light Mm. in. But understand that this is not a space that was made for us. Oh, no. And world. And understand. You're right. You're right. Just like this world. And understand everything that glitters is not gold, baby. Like I. 
stop getting fooled by the prettiness of everything, uh, by the sparkle and shine of everything. Are you, are, are we not smarter than that? Like, you know the devil is coming, right? He wouldn't use something ugly to pull you in. Like, he's yep. cunning. Um, you're right, though, Wendy. There's no time for discernment when you're flipping through stories. And now these reels that are getting out of control, I'm like, oh, just another way to dumb us down because that's what reels are. They're quick, quick, simple videos with cool music to make you to just, oh, this is what you do. You just flip. You just flip. And it's like, I want you guys to understand, like a lot of me, I'm not bold statement, bold statement. I'm not a bold statement type of person, but I will say that if the devil wanted to get to your heart, he would use social media to do it because it is so easy to be sneaky, conniving and, and just get to people. So just be very wise with your social guys. We're so we're influencers. We we're in the social media circuit. Like mm -hmm. we uh, like um, we're we're speaking. We we're, we're gonna continue to use social media, but be mindful of man. Am I in a bad mood because I'm in a bad mood, or am I a bit in a bad mood because I'm cons consuming? too much because i'm not protecting my peace am i do i really need that mirror from target or do i want that mirror from target because this really cool uh fashion influencer posted it like i that's where i have to check myself especially because we just bought a new house and i'm wanting to decorate but i'm like Girl, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, really ask yourself, why am I needing this? Where is this need coming from? Desire. That is the enemy's tool, you guys. And how, how does desire work? You see it, you want it. How does social media work? We look at it all freaking day. Guard you, your eyes. Like, Guard you your peace. Like, have you ever sat down? And be like, all right, I'm just going to scroll 15 minutes. And you look up and it's four hours later. Like, has that ever happened to you? Why do you think that happens? Like, how do you think that happens that you just get sucked in like that? It's set up that way. You guys, mm -hmm. it's, it's intentional. It, it's not you. It's the way that they made it. Like, they're not. Yeah. They're, and, and you can find interviews and documentaries on that. This thing was made for us to get addicted to it. Uh, the people who made it don't let their kids have it. And yet here oh we are just goodness. freely giving. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, you can have a cell phone at seven, baby girl. No, you can't. And you can hate me till the end of the world, but you're not. You will have no parts of TikTok and Instagram and any of that. Any of it. Um, it's a game, you guys, and we have to wake up and we have to guard our peace. And I know part of this sounds so contradictory coming from me and Wendy, because like she said, this is our job. Like, here we are. Right. But another thing I said is that what you have to understand about people like homeschool moms and I don't know, and other people who have very specific niches, we're not mommy bloggers, you guys. We're not here to show you what we got at the Nordstrom sale, okay? We're not here. Like, we're really like, this is our homeschool, this is our homeschool 
journey. We're trying to encourage you. We're trying to help you. We're trying to build you up. And that's discernment, my friends. Find the people that build you up and make you want to be more, not get more. And I only recommend books because you guys like them. <laughs> because that's because that's what I hear from you guys. If I ever hear, yo, Tori, we don't want no more book recommendations, I'll stop. <laughs> I, I That's why when I make products and not just to capitalize on other people, and I'm very mindful of making things that I would want and making things that are actually helpful if it ain't gonna help nobody it's not gonna be from wendy i well i don't yeah well and that's why i am everyone's like tori make it like how do we make you know studies do a course do this i could do that i could really do that y'all but do that again wait that's why i that's why despite the demand and the request for me to make unit studies and sell them or do a course on how to make a unit study. Um, I have a free video on how to make your own unit studies. First of all, it's free of you. Second of all, something about that doesn't sit right with me, even though I know it would benefit people. There's unit studies out there. There's homeschool moms who have made so many amazing unit studies. Like, I'm not going to capitalize off of that too, just because. And people, influencers need to understand that. Just because you can capitalize off of it and make money from it doesn't mean you should. Like money is not the only measurement. Money is not the only measurement. And I know it's a business and I know people are making money, but that's a guiding post for my life. Like I'm not just going to measure something by money. If God doesn't say do it, I'm not going to do it, period. That's the thing. Anything that, and that's, that's it right there, Tori. That's it right there. If God doesn't say do it, I'm not going to do it. If, if, um, I think by, by the time this episode comes out, cause we're filming ahead by the time this episode comes out, my course should be out. Yeah. And I, and I like struggled with creating my course because for me it was like, but God, that's not where the money at. Like, that's not like <laughs> who out there looking for like a course on building systems in their home. And God's oh. like, that might not be where the money's at, but that's what I want you to do. I want you to help these moms be able to 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 balance it, to be able to do it, to let them know, hey, you can homeschool. You can speak truth and life and love into your kids. It's okay. Your home does not have to be destroyed just because your children are home. Like I, like you God are telling you, 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 yeah, you better stop that, Wendy. You better stop it right now because you, you know me very well. You know that those were stuff I was speaking about. Right? Wait a minute. Where, where's the money going to come from, God? See, that's, and you and I are so opposite. I'm actually learning. I have this lovely business coach gal who's like walking me through the fact that it's okay to make money, but that's like a deep rooted. <laughs> We're not going to go there, but um, I, I'm on the opposite side of where I'm like, but I just want to give it all away. I don't want to make money. Um, and, and and there's a difference, right? Sometimes we have to learn that, like, yes, give, give freely. And then sometimes we have to learn, yeah, but like this, what you're creating does have a price point on it and that's okay. Um, and then in Wendy's case, Wendy's learning, um, I 
is okay. Let me take my business brain off and let me not be focused on money. Let me be obedient to where and what God is calling me to. I just want us to realize that everything that glitters is not gold. We have to realize that we have to use discernment, even when it comes to social, especially when it comes to social media and what we're consuming and what we're listening to. And just because like there are wolves in sheep's clothing and we just have to remember that and guard our peace. Yes, I 100% agree. Um, Practically, because, you know, that's where my mind goes. I honestly think that there is wisdom to controlling your social media consumption um, to because like Tori said, they created this thing to be addictive. Don't allow yourself to be addicted. Um, be very mindful of our consumption and be very mindful of just, you know, when it comes because we are Christian women or women of faith or whatever the situation is, how much time are you spending on the word versus how much time are you spending on social media? So a lot of the times that really, that really turns your view on things, if that makes sense. Um, so just try to balance it out. Just be like, listen, all right, I'm going to do four hours of Instagram today, but then I got to do four hours of the Bible. Who's ready for that challenge? Hey, hey, for every time you pick up the phone, you got to pick up your Bible. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>